0: good morning hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous tuesday morning another day in paradise for you and me so i'm sure everybody is uh bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning and ready to hit the day running and uh full speed ahead but uh Uh, Praise God, we do have another day to be alive and to be used for his good work and service. And praise God, it's a pretty day, at least so far anyway. It don't seem too bad out as I look out my window. It don't seem too bad at all. So, uh, uh, you know, that's a bad part. Uh, You know, I used to have to work in a lot of um, uh, cubicles and offices and call centers. And it never failed, that uh, the days I had to work, it'd be beautiful and warm and sunny. And the very days that I had off from work, it would be rainy and dreary and cold. <laughs> so it's like it's par for the course. Uh, good morning, Vicki Wilson, and uh, thank you for watching. But uh, so it just, uh, it's just par for the course and the way it seems to go. But uh, uh, one thing's for sure, though, uh, we need to pray for our country. I mean, I'm sure you all have been watching the news and... Reading the different articles, uh, depending on what uh, news agency you're getting it from, uh, you know, uh, some want to refer to others as more biased, uh, and I, you know, I don't care what news station you watch, they're all coming to you from a certain amount, a certain point of view and a bias. I don't matter what you watch. Sometimes I wonder, you know, how much of the real news we actually get. Sometimes, but. You know, I just uh, said they're trying to tear down Andrew Jackson's statue now. They've defaced uh, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. I just, uh, in fact, there's a school right here in, in Tennessee. I think it's a prep school in Nashville that they uh, no wonder no longer want to celebrate George Washington. It just uh, it said that our our country has gone grown beyond that, and that Good Morning Lee, and that we no longer uh, uh, they can no longer teach. Things about George Washington. Talk about revisionist. talking about rev- you know completely revising history uh, to to uh, push a narrative, a liberal narrative. I mean I, that's why we see these kids defacing. Uh, you know here they're supposed to say Black Lives Matter, yet they deface. The 54th Cavalry of the of the Civil War, which is an all black cavalry, <laughs> they, they they defaced. I forgot what else. There was another one uh, that they defaced uh, that uh, was in support of, of uh, blacks out there, and uh, it just it just so it shows the lack of ignorance in our history, and you know, and it, uh, the one thing that really I just I tell you it just sticks in my crawl. Is uh is, is people out there saying, "Well, uh, that you can remember Hitler in history, and you want to have a statue for him," and I'm just, I'm telling you guys, I, I guess maybe just I, I am a proud Southerner. I was be honest with you, I'm born and raised right here in East Tennessee, and I just, uh, <laughs> how in the world do you compare the atrocity? The, the killing of over 6 million Jews, the genocide, the torture, the heinous evil acts of Hitler and the Nazis to the Civil War. Come on, people. Yes, slavery was wrong. Slavery, you know, but remember that they sold their own people into slavery. All right, uh, the the uh, was it the, Ashtari, the Ashtari, I can't remember now. Anyway, the the blacks uh, they they sold their own people into slavery, and both sides had slaves. Abraham Lincoln was not an abolitionist. Both sides had slaves, but here's the thing the majority of Southerners were too poor to have slaves. So, you know, there wouldn't but a few, a uh, handful of, of rich plantation owners who even had slaves. So, you know, again, that didn't even enter into later in the war, which they don't want you to know. And you you try to Google it, they revised that history like you wouldn't believe. Uh, they don't, don't say nothing about how the north were taxing the daylights out of the south remember how the how the uh, England was taxing uh, America and that's why they we fought back Well, they were taxing the dog out of the southerns and uh, and not to mention that they were trying to take over the agrarian south the industrial north trying to take over the agrarian south that's what it was over but oh you won't see that in in any Google search or you know or for or probably any history uh, uh Updated history book. Anyway, it just uh, uh, it just uh, it just blows my mind. It really does. Anybody would even compare that to to Nazi Germany. Uh, like I said, there's aspects of our history that may not be pretty. There may be aspects of our history uh, that uh, uh, you know, obviously, slavery is against uh, God's uh, word. I mean, God's word talks about man stealing. It's in you know, and, and when you hear slavery in the Bible, that's in reference. As uh, a completely co- see culture, see the cultures of that time in history of our our nation is completely different from our culture now. You can't judge a culture then by the way we have culture now. That's completely the antithesis uh, of you know it, it's just not going to work. You know the the mindset and the thinking. Uh, has evolved and changed we should should be proud and praise God that we have evolved to the point that we understand hey, we need to treat all men equal that we, you know, we look at the heart we look at the the character of man and and that's what should be celebrated man praise god that that even though we started out maybe in a little crazy direction look where we're at now look at how the the possibility to, for men and women to be able to succeed and to be anything that they want you know but they, that's not celebrated instead they want to stay in the past uh for whatever reason but um uh it just i don't know it just amazes me uh there was something i was going to go back to on that my mind just went blank on me but it just uh uh just boggles the mind it really does it just uh uh the whole the whole situation uh, is uh, is blown out of control. This whole cancel culture. Uh, you get uh, uh, Solinsky's book, and uh, uh, and I mean, it just you talk about they're they're following it to the letter. They're trying to tear down America so that they can rebuild it in a socialist and communist way. And uh, this cancel culture will not get you anywhere. All right, where does it end? And they're going to start destroying works of art. You're going to start burning books. Now that is Nazi Germany. All right, the very ones accusing uh, conservatives, southerners of, of of to Nazi Germany are the very ones acting like the fascists, the socialists, the communists, and the Nazism of Germany. They're the very ones who want to destroy what did uh, the, the statues. They're the very ones who want to destroy books and art and anything that offends their little snowflake uh, ideals. And that uh, just I don't know. Guys, I'm telling you, we got to pray for this country. And I have to sincerely pray for myself because I'm I'm just at the point where I'm just like, well, you know what? If you want to fight, let's fight. You know, I just, I'm, a, I, I had to fight hard. I have to fight hard. All right. My redneck side, I'll be honest with you. I have to fight it. And, um, you know, I have to remember, Remember the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. Remember that. Follow that. Seek after the Lord. Showing Christ. You know, but you know, again, as Christians, we're not to be the world's doormat and uh, you know, just to allow the world to, to wipe their feet on it. Too many Christians think that. We still have to stand up for what is right. We have to be that salt of the earth. We have to be that light in the sword of darkness. We have to stand for what is true. And uh, none of Christians are doing that. It's one reason why we have such sexual immorality running rampant, why, uh, you know, Christians were silent during the time of Roe v. Wade. You know, the Christians are to blame for a lot of things because they, they kept their mouth shut and, and uh, they want to play. A lot of churches want to play footsie with the world. A lot of new age philosophies has entered into the church. And a lot of preachers don't believe in the whole word of God. A lot of preachers don't stand up there and preach the whole gospel because they don't want to offend somebody. Uh, which I don't understand or get because uh, that's the whole point. We need to preach the cross, even if it is offensive, because it needs to be offensive. It needs to be a mirror held up to the faces of all of us. To understand that we need repentance, we need Jesus Christ, and the fact that so many pastors lack in that is why we have such apathy and such complacency with among the Christian community. And uh, you know, so we're going to have to really pray. We're going to, have to pray hard for God's direction, and um, and it, it may come to the point, my my friends. I'm telling you, all right. There's nothing in the Bible as great as America is. There's nothing in the Bible that even points to the direction of our great country. And uh, Rome fell from, it imploded uh, from all, some of the very things that are going on in this country. It happened in Rome and this whole country could implode and collapse. Let's pray that doesn't happen, but um, don't be surprised. And as Christians, with this cancel culture going on this ruling that this the civil rights ruling with LGBTQ that goes back to 1965 uh, that you can you know hire based on uh, race religion or sex which was supposed to be between men and and supposed to be defined between men and women now has entered into this I'm telling you I'm telling you our churches are going to be sued because they're going to try to apply for positions if, if uh, they become available. And if they are not hired, they're going to scream uh, that uh, they have been uh, uh, segregated. They've been, you know, uh, you know they weren't hired because of their sexuality or whatever. Christians are going to be silenced because we will be considered hate speech. I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm telling you right now, guys, just, you know, God's word tells us in this world, you will have trouble. But here's the good thing. He's overcome the world. They will hate you because they first hated him. We're going to probably see more and more persecution as Christians. And that may be some of the separating of the wheat and the tares. And we may have to stand in the face of opposition like we have never imagined for our Christian faith. So let's make sure. Let's pray. It's easy to say, hey, I'll be strong. I'll never deny him. Look at Peter. He said the very thing. And he denied him three times. Let's pray for that boldness. Let's pray for that strength. I pray to God that I would never, ever deny my Lord God, King, and Savior, that I will stand true for God's word. And I pray that for you as well, that we will stand for what is true uh, in God's eyes, no matter the cost. And we may have to pay a high cost, friends. But no, no price was paid any higher than what Jesus did on the cross. Well, let's at this time, my friends, uh, let us stand, and, uh, and I do stand, I do stand, I take my hat off, and I place my hand over my heart, but let us stand, and let us say the Pledge of Allegiance. Let me get this pulled up over here for our uh, friends on um, social media, okay, here we go. <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the Republic of for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Every morning, every single morning, I say that pledge. I get chills. I really do. I love our country, and I, I love our freedoms that so many take for granted. I love... Uh, uh, just the way i was raised or brought up i have great love for this country and praise god uh, that you know any one of us can be born in a third world country in poverty-stricken conditions but praise god we were uh, uh, god placed us where we are and be able to be a part of this this great land that so many would give their lives uh, to be here but well let's go ahead and look at our scripture uh, this morning we're going to look at luke chapter 11 verses nine through 13. So if you have your Bibles handy uh, or um, your uh, iPads or phones or whatever it is you use, uh, go ahead and get those out. And again, that's Luke 11, nine through 13. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If he then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, when we read the scripture here, and there are those out there of a uh, name it, claim it philosophy that think that if you... Uh, uh, you know, pray, then, and you claim it in the name of the Lord, then that, that mansion's going to be yours, or that Ferrari's going to be yours, Yeah, that's bogus bunch of bull I ever heard, uh, you know, God could care less about your uh, wallet, and, and uh, these earthly possessions are going to be burned to a crisp. I think gives a, you know, he's more interested in your relationship between you and him, and, uh, you know, it's easy to want to pray for superficial things. And there's nothing wrong to pray for, you know, if you're trying to make a decision on trading for a new car or uh, praying for a way to, uh, Lord, to provide a way to purchase a home or a car. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, by, by no stretch of imagination. But, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a story of an individual. <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> something hung in my throat there. Sorry about that. Um there's a uh, individual that uh, he said that uh, uh, he tried to pray, and he said that you know he prayed for uh, that uh, he would have a, a good marriage, and the marriage failed. He prayed that his kids would uh, would grow and and be more godly. Well, that prayer too it seemed to go unanswered. It seemed, in fact, they just went right into the world. Uh, He said it seemed like everything that he prayed for, uh, the very opposite happened. And uh, he was telling the individual he's talking to that don't even bother praying, that he doesn't even believe in it, that uh, what's even the point or the use. You know, it's sad that we have individuals like that out there, that they have seemed to have uh, to have done their part. They seem to have prayed, but then it seems like God has fallen short and hasn't answered, hasn't lived up to his part or His, uh, uh, what he's supposed to do. At least in their perspective, that's what he comes across. You know, we, our, our relationship with God is just that. We have to, our prayer is communication between us and God. You know, it's easy to sometimes think of God as a uh, some kind of celestial genie. And if we rub the Bible a, a certain way, smoke's going to appear, and he will grant our, our wishes and what we want and our desires. It doesn't work that way. And so, you know, we, we go to God in prayer. And uh, one thing's for sure, if we have sin in our lives, if we have something that's, you know, if you're not saved, the only prayer that God's going to hear is the prayer of salvation. Now, he may uh, answer a prayer out of his sheer mercy, someone who is not saved, but in generally as a rule, that only prayer he's going to hear is that the prayer of salvation. But if you have sin in your heart, you have unforgiveness in your heart, if you're praying selfishly, uh, then, uh, obviously, uh, it's not going to go probably the way you want. You know, there's a, there's a verse that says, man may Uh, plan his ways, but God's going to direct his steps. Sometimes we can pray for things, but remember, God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful, and uh, it's going to go the way, in the direction he wants it. There's God's permissive will, and there's God's ultimate will, and sometimes God will allow things to happen in order to get us maybe to a certain direction he wants us to be in. He allows it, but that may not be his perfect will. But G.K. Chesterton I mean, even, re, uh, even ta- referred to the very thing that we're talking about this morning and the fact that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who pray and they may not get their, uh, get the way that they want it. And then they uh, they say, well, I don't want anything to do with God anymore and turn away, but turn to what he says. What, what are you going to turn to? Without God, what else is there? What else is there to, to explain those things, to explain what's going on in this world? God's going to answer our prayers, but it's going to be in his time frame in the way that he wants it. Sometimes God will say yes and say, okay, that, that's uh, perfectly well. He may say no. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't want to hear. They don't want to hear the word no. I mean, you know, that's like a Garth Brooks song. Thank God for unanswered prayer. There's a lot of things I prayed for, and I'm glad that God didn't answer it in the in the way that I wanted to. That He said no. And maybe sometimes God says, "Wait." Ooh, we don't want to hear that. See, we want we live in an instantaneous world. We have uh, microwave popcorn. We have uh, apps on our phones and and iPads that are immediate. And we touch it, and we we want things right in. And we don't want to hear the word. We don't want to hear wait. Just wait on me. Wait on the Lord. That, that that affects a lot of relationships. A lot of people deal with loneliness. And they're praying about a relationship or that God will send them somebody. And maybe it's God saying, wait. You just wait. At the right time, in the right place, I'll send you the right person. But what do people do? They get ahead of God. They don't want to wait. I want somebody right now. I'm lonely. I want somebody right now. They'll end up with somebody who's not saved. And they think, well, well, I can change them. I can get them into church. And what happens? Nine times out of 10, they get those individuals out of church and they get pulled away from God. And it doesn't happen that way. And uh, Scott says he prays for all the people that don't believe. Yes, sir, that's what we've got to do. We have to pray for all those that um, the God of this world has blinded. And uh, that uh, will that God will touch their hearts and souls before it's too late. But, you know, uh, but the fact that, you know, sometimes that God may be uh, testing our faith. You know, it's easy to praise God through the good times. But it's not always easy to praise God through the bad times. Sometimes our very faith may be uh, tested. And the fact that we're going to trust God, you know, it's what uh, we look at. And I think it's 1 Thessalonians 5. I want to say 17. Let me double check here. The Pray Without Ceasing. Uh, hold on here, let me just look here, just to make sure, I don't want to tell you wrong, passed it and went back and passed it again, hold on here, First Thessalonians 5, I want to say 17 and 18, let me make sure here, uh, yes, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 says, pray without ceasing and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, so remember, we continue to pray, and we pray without ceasing, and we give thanks for all those things. kind of goes back to all things work together for good to those that love God. You know, it, it goes back to, you know, through God, all things were explained, all things are understood. Well, you know, if you get mad and upset, and you want to turn your back on God and think, well, I'll just do things my own way and and uh, and, and direct my own path, and people want to believe in destiny and all this bunch of bull, you know... What, the world is not reasonable. The world is chaotic. I mean, we like the very opening of this uh, devotions morning referring to how the world is spinning out of control into chaos and anarchy. You know, there, what else is there without God? And even though we may not get the, the prayers answered, you know, let's make sure that we're always praying without ceasing. Let's make sure we're praying uh, in a biblical way you know make sure that we're praying in a righteous way whether we're doing it out of selfishness we're not praying for ill will towards someone we don't like you know that's you know that's one thing God's word talks about is don't wish ill will on other people you know and it's easy to to you know you, you don't want to pray for those you don't like or you're praying to something oh I hope they get thirds I hope they you know that's not that's not how it works. We need to make sure we're praying in and in that we have our conscience clean before God. We're praying for forgiveness in our own lives, that we are working on areas that we are weak at. And then also in our study in Hebrews, that's one thing we're talking about. You know, we have prayer, and sometimes we do sins intentional and unintentional. We can give that to God. That's one thing. I, when I pray every morning, I pray, God, if there's anything I need to confess for something I've overlooked, let me confess it and profess it now, and Lord, forgive me. You know, I want to be clean before the eyes of God. And when I enter into prayer and I, I pray for my wife and my kids and my uh, parents and, you know, and uh, pray for, you know, whoever comes to mind and pray for situations and things that I'm dealing with, you know, I want to give that over to God, you know, and it and it may not always turn out the way I want to pray. You know, there's sometimes I pray about stuff and and uh, I think, man, it, it, it turns out completely the opposite. And you're thinking, golly, man, but God is all knowing, you know, it goes back to us as parents, you know, there's a lot of things our kids can ask for, you know, and, and as a parent, I'd love to be able to give my kids everything they want, but, uh, (laughs) like my wife's in the kitchen, uh, but, uh, Uh, You know, I like to give them, but you know, the one thing that works against them is they got a poor daddy, so I can't give them everything they want. I wish I could give them brand new cars and brand new clothes and shoes every time they wanted it, Uh, but uh, it doesn't work that way. And you know, and I shouldn't, even if I could, because that's not teaching them anything but entitlement and thinking they should just get everything they want. And that's the problem we see in our country now is a is a is a is is why we have this chaos is a bunch of little entitled brats that got everything that they wanted. But anyway, you know. There are times when I say, yeah, you can have that. There are times when I have to say, no, you can't have do that or have that. You know, they say, hey, I am going to go to a party. Uh, you know, my daughter says, I want to go to a party. And there's nothing but a bunch of guys there and uh, no, no uh, parental supervision. And uh, there's going to be drinking, you know, for me to say, sure, honey, go right ahead. That'll be great. That'd be stupid on my part. You know, there are times when I have to say, no, there are times I may have to say, wait, why is that? Because we have been there. We know what it's like to be teenagers. We know what it's like to be kids. We know what is, we've been through some of those experiences. And that's why we may have to say no, because why? Because that could be harmful to them. That could hurt them. You know, if there's something that they want to do and and based on the wisdom that we have gathered through our adulthood and, and maturity, we can say, yeah, that's okay. Well, guess what? Those of us who are evil can do those kind of things. How much more can our Heavenly Father do unto us? God Almighty, he knows all things, past, present, and future. So when we go to God in prayer, we're working on that relationship between us and God. We are developing, Sometimes when, God, when things don't work out the way that we don't want it to, maybe that's God's way for us to, to work on our uh, way to trust him more, to be completely dependent upon him more. You know, and so that's one thing that God wants. God is a jealous God, and he wants us to be completely dependent and trusting upon him. And so who knows what he's trying to teach us, what he's trying to show us, but we have to trust him and know that he's got our best interest at heart. And because he is all-knowing and he knows past, present, and future, we have to trust in those answers we receive. And when things don't turn out the way we want them to, we have to understand that uh, you know what he got. You know we are infallible, and God, is, I'm sorry, <clears throat> God is infallible. We are fallible, and that God uh, is, is uh you know. So we can't question it. You know we don't know what the future holds. We don't know why these certain things, but God may reveal those things to us one day. Whether on this earth or in heaven, he may reveal those things to us as to why uh, certain events had to transpire the way that they did. But we have to trust God. We have to be dependent upon him and know that he loves us and he's going to take care of us. So let us, don't ever give up on your faith. Don't ever give up on your trust. Don't ever turn your back on God because without God, what else is there? Let's have a word of prayer. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to always to be trusting in you, to always be dependent upon you. Lord, let us come before you in prayer and all humility. And uh, Lord, let us cleanse ourselves before you. And Lord, let us pray uh, without being selfish without ceasing and lord uh, the god our every thought word deed and action lord is has watching this morning that doesn't know you let him pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose from the grave for me come into my heart and save me Feel me with you holy spirit lord please be with this nation touch the hearts and minds like never before and uh, lord uh, just pray that uh, those of us who are saved uh, that we can be a true light that we can speak that truth in love and that we'll share the gospel of Jesus to everyone and anyone who will listen. Lord, I just pray that you will be with our uh, all of our active military and be with our police officers, Lord. Please give them protection about them and their family. Lord, let them know that we do love them and we do need them and we appreciate them. And Lord, I pray you have to lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Wendy Lee. Uh, Troy and his cousin. I pray that you'll be with Rhonda. I'm sorry, uh with uh Ron and Thelma Thompson. I pray that you'll be with Roger Winters, uh, Mr. Murph. I pray that you'll be with Mr. Gillenwater this morning as he's having some tests done. I pray that you'll be with Darlene Barker and uh, her family, stepfather, and Lord. I pray that you'll be with all the prayer requests and concerns that uh, that are offered up each and every day. Be with our president. Give him wisdom and uh, discernment during these difficult times giving protection by him and his family. Lord, be with us, lead us, God and protect us this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Good morning, Mrs. Seif, and uh, thank you all for Watching and supporting these devotions each and every day. I hope everybody has a great and wonderful day and blessed day. And always remember, if you like to share these devotions here on social media, you can always find me at Doctor Young seventy seven. And uh, if your friends or family say, "Well, I don't do Facebook anymore," then uh, hey, you can go to YouTube at Doctor Matthias Young, and you can find me there and listen and watch all of the devotions on there. And or if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. No video, audio only, but you can list all the devotions, all of our sermons and podcasts as you're working, going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.